Well, good morning, Johan. It's good to be with you um, this morning. And uh, obviously, greetings to everybody who's watching online. Um, I see that, um, oh, let me just check. <laughs> I see that Leon, Leon Raper, a very good friend of mine uh, watching from Australia, he used to be a, my next door neighbor and uh, was in ACF. Thank you for watching. Dave and Carol Roberts from, uh, from the UK, but actually from Wales. Appreciate having you and all of ACF, everybody watching from wherever you are in the world, please, if you're watching, maybe just respond and then just write the country, uh, you, the country from which you're watching, the country that you're in at the moment watching us. But um, yeah, so we wanted to just have a praise power half hour or so. And um, so grateful that Johanna's joining us again. What a blessing to have yeah. him with us. Eh? Amen. And um, yeah, and then of course, once again, right at the end, we want to celebrate communion. So I've got the bread and I've got the cup here, the cup of wine with, with um, that we can just share communion and break bread. So just very quickly, don't want to take too long on this, but, um, you know, so many people are posting and they're using Bible numerology and, you know, end of the world, end time stuff, antichrist, this, this kind of thing, which in my opinion is not biblical. Um, you know, we, we don't have to try and attribute um, Bible figures and Bible numbers and numerology thing to, to, the, to this particular situation. I think, you know, it's, uh, we live in a broken and a fallen world and, you know, God knows all about it. And so we're obedient to our government. We do what's expedient and what is right. And, um, and then we make the most of the situation. We make the most of the time. However, I think if anything that God has 
um, looking to us for is to uh, pray and to, to pray for the world and to pray for our government leaders, to pray for those on the front lines. And I think that's our mandate now. And we don't need to go and dig deep into scripture to try and bring some great revelation. It's there very plain. And Timothy, Paul tells us that. And um, so, you know, and yeah, absolutely, we can take communion together because we're in isolation. We can utilize the time to build ourselves up spiritually, to rest, which I'm doing and uh, I'm reaping the rewards of that. And, and so, you know, you know, just take scripture at face value. And there's plenty enough verses without having to try and, you know, put all the deep stuff, <laughs> the deep stuff in it. But uh, yeah, so ACF, thank you so much. And um, everybody in, in ACF and, and all of our friends and members, thank you for your continued giving. It blesses my heart so much. I cannot tell you how proud I am of, of you as your pastor. Um, when, when we stream like this um, and then I get the notifications how so many of you are, are just giving your offerings as normal as if we were you know, physically all together at Airport Christian Fellowship. Thank you so much. Thank you for phoning one another, for praying one another, for loving one another and uh, caring for one another. Thank you for all that you're doing. Our business people, thank you for what you're doing. And we continue to pray for you as well. That, um, that we can see uh, your, your businesses come through the lockdown and come into prosperity. So just for us to utilize this time and uh, just take time to praise the Lord and, and to give him thanks and to glorify his name in worship and, and thanksgiving. So just very quickly, I don't want to take too much time. Make sure you've got communion. Make sure you've got something to um, drink, you know, the communion to represent the, the blood of Jesus, something to eat, a biscuit or something to represent his body broken for us. And, uh, and then at the end, again, if that's how you feel, if it's on your heart, you can then just continue to sow to ACF. We are helping those in need and doing our, our part. I'm personally, Bev and I are sowing as much as we can. So just wanted a very touch base. And uh, this is, of course... Johann's um, forte. This is really close to his heart if we speak about praise. I received an email from Pastor Rufus Alapa, a message he preached over the weekend about establishing an altar of praise in your heart. And uh, over and over again, we see in the scriptures how uh, men and women of God or men of God built altars. Very interesting that it says about Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. And of course, that's where God called him out of his land. And uh, he had been in transit anyway and to the land that he was to show him. And when he arrived there at a particular oak tree in Shechem, the Bible says that he built an altar to the Lord. He built an altar. Now, you, I want you to get this because, you know, the Holy Spirit inspires the words and there's messages just in those words. And then it says, next verse, verse nine, it says, then he moved towards Ai, I believe it was, and, and Bethel, between Ai and Bethel, it says, and there he pitched his tent. So, you know, his abode, his, the place where he was going to live, he pitched it, but an altar he built. Isn't it amazing that, you know, after he moved, there would be no sign of where his tent had been, but where he had built the altar, the altar would have remained. And so, um, so he built the altar. Now, you know, this speaks to me of, of priority, um, of, of valuing spiritual things. And so we build altars, we pitch tents, 
So in other words, we need to give more priority to our spiritual lives and to spiritual things than to earthly things. And earthly things are important. Our homes, our houses, our jobs, money, all of those things are really important, but they need to be in their proper place of priority. And, and, and so, you know, Abraham built an altar, pitched the tent. It's amazing. Later on in Genesis 26, when there was a dispute with Abimelech and, and Isaac's um, herdsmen, and they were disputing over the wells. It's really interesting that it says almost exactly the same thing. Isaac pitched his tent, but he built an altar. He built an altar, and then he pitched his tent. And, and, and so there's much that we can say um, about, you know, establishing and building an altar in our hearts. Now, God doesn't want us to build a physical altar unless he tells you that. But, I mean, basically, um, it's symbolic for us to build and establish in our hearts in order of priority uh, concerning certain things, um, concerning the word and what God does for us, we need to establish something in our hearts uh, as far as an altar is concerned. Now, the first thing is that an altar is a place of sacrifice. You don't build an altar if you don't have a sacrifice. Once you have the sacrifice, you build the altar. Very interesting how in Genesis 22, when God told Abraham to sacrifice his son. He went up to build an altar and he didn't carry the sacrifice with him. You know, Isaac not realizing he would be. But, you know, God himself then provided the lamb or the ram. And so on the mountain of the Lord, Mount Moriah, it was seen. God's provision was seen. But the sacrifice determines the altar. And so we establish an altar in our, heart, in our hearts. And Paul talks about it in Hebrews that we need to bring a sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Now, the sacrifice is very often, you know, praise and worship is not a sacrifice. Sometimes it is if you're tired. Other times when it is a sacrifice is when you're in adverse circumstances, kind of like what we are now. I mean, it's challenging. Let's face it. Um, and, and now all of your senses scream a different, you know, response. But if you can go to that altar that's established in your heart and your response can be one of bringing a sacrifice of praise, I'm going to praise you despite the economy. I'm going to praise you despite what it looks like to my business. I'm going to praise you despite what it looks like concerning my job. And so we bring a sacrifice of praise. Now, I just want to back up very quickly because in Joshua chapter 8, Joshua also built, and I mean, what a powerful passage. I was reading it again early this morning. When um, they crossed the Jordan into the promised land, um, according to the instructions that God gave through Moses, Joshua built an, uh, an altar with steps going up. And if my memory serves me correctly, the archaeologists believe they have discovered that particular altar, and it's built exactly the way described here in Joshua. And then earlier, um, you know, that God had described through Moses. And they built the altar on the other side of the Jordan. And it was also the, the, after the defeat of Ai. Remember, they, 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 they won at Jericho, then they lost at Ai because of sin. And then they went back after they'd repented, they conquered Ai and uh, took it. And then, you know, they were now in the promised land. And so they built that particular altar. And that altar doubles up. So now I want to back up a little bit. Altars were built for sacrifice of sin. And we forever, forever should have an altar of praise, of worship, of thanksgiving in our hearts that Jesus became the altar of sacrifice. And on the altar of our hearts, we should always be giving thanks and appreciating our salvation. Now, I don't want to take too long. I've got to give you some time. But uh, David said it 
in Psalm 51, restore unto me the joy of our salvation. And we need to keep that. Secondly, that um, it's also an altar of thanksgiving. This is exactly what it was for Abraham. It was for Isaac, you know, after the dispute was settled and, I, you know, Abraham had come into the promised land. It was an altar of thanksgiving, thanking God for his blessings, for his, for, for safety, for his protection, for his provision, all of those things. And of course, with um, Joshua, it was an altar of um, sacrifice. And, and really, again, it was thanking God for victory and was thanking God for possession of promise. And, and so um, just very quickly, I just want to finish with this last bit and then hand over to Johan. And he's going to take us for 20, 25 minutes or so in, in just a time of praise. Build an altar in your heart right now of praise and worship and thanksgiving. Let it be a place of sacrifice. The last thing that I want to mention, second last thing, is that it's also a, a memorial where you remind yourself. So all of the things that I've said is that it becomes a memorial where we can remind ourselves of our salvation, of God's deliverance, of his blessing, of his provision in every way of healing. And then, um, so it can be a memorial. So it should be a memorial. And so and then lastly, the altar of incense um, in the holy place where every morning they would press, put fresh incense and light it and the smoke of the incense would go up every single day. It's repeated in, you know, symbolically in a vision form in Revelations chapter eight and how that incense ascends uh, before God. And in that sense, it not only comes up before him, but he breathes it in. And if you read Revelations eight, you see the response of the angel sending the response back down to earth. So come on, um, let's establish that memorial of praise. And I'm gonna ask Johan um, to take over and just to lead us in sort of 20 minutes or so of praise and worship. Is that okay, Johan? Amen. Appreciate that. I sing praises to your name. Oh, 
Rejoicing, praising, talking about praise, and what God told me is in this time, everything else is stripped away, like that song, when all is stripped away, and you know, we're just coming back to the heart of worship, and praise, praise, sacrifice, and praise, when we feel the least like doing it, that's the time where we, we lift our voices and just go crazy for God, yeah. so I woke up to this song, and uh, wow man, just exalting God in your heart, in your life. And especially now as a, as a musician, when all the, the good sound and the stage and everything is stripped away, and this is raw, this is you and God. And so right now with this song, I just want you to, wherever you are, in your house, in front of your computer, your phone, just lift up your hands and start worshiping God with everything that you got and realize it's about His presence. And we'll talk about that later. Your presence is all that I need. 
I will see the Lord. I will see the Lord in the land of the living. Awesome. I mean, that's exactly what uh, David said, doesn't it? Isn't it? You know, in Psalm 23, I'm persuaded that I will see the, oh, I'm trying to get me. There it is. I'm persuaded that I will see. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And, um, you know, I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. So um, just a quick interlude for you to get um, something to share with us that reminds us of the blood of Jesus, something that reminds us of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, um, so in a moment, we're going to share. And of course, there's nothing like communion around which to build an altar in our hearts because um, it's such a memorial. And um, it's in this place that we need to keep forever a memorial of thanksgiving for the forgiveness of our sins. And also we need to keep an, an attitude of repentance, an attitude of continually changing our mind 
changing our direction about things. And um, so just get something ready. And I'm going to ask Johan. Um, Johan, just in your opinion, I know that praise and worship is right at your heart. And um, the, the best thing that we can do at this point in time is seek his presence and get into his presence um, by the means of prayer, uh, of, of praise and worship. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's the best thing to do <laughs> in this time, especially. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a couple of scriptures that come to mind. Uh, I can't, uh, sometimes I struggle to, to know exactly where they stand, but Jesus said it is written. Yeah. Um, but there's a couple of scriptures uh, that you put together and, and knowing what praise does, I love what Paul Joskal actually once said. Um, they asked him about praise and worship. Praise is, uh, I mentioned it before, actually. When, when somebody does something good, like when uh, a rugby player scores a three or I don't know, something like that, I don't know all the terminologies, but if some, somebody does something good, then people praise him for it. But in, in our, where we are, is our praise goes before and then heaven gets activated according to our praise, yeah. especially in the times that we don't feel like it. Um, Psalms 103 says, praise the Lord, O my soul, and all my inmost being, praise his holy name. All my inmost being. That, and that's where praise comes from. It comes from like everything in your, in your body, in your whole being cries out and pushes. Yeah. That's when, when, like when runners or when athletes uh, train, there comes a time where it feels like you just can't do. I mean, I've seen people doing weights and stuff and, and they push and it's just they can't do it anymore. And then there's somebody screaming, come on, one more, one more. And that's, that's our praise. We, we start pushing with our whole being, with the last bit of everything we got to praise God and lift his name high. And uh, Psalms 34 says, I will extol the Lord at all times and his praise will be always on my lips. And especially in this time, uh, you mentioned it before, John, um, uh, just in a couple of minutes ago, that in this time, the stuff that we are saying, that we are posting on Facebook, the, the stuff that comes out of our mouth, and sometimes our mouths are our fingers in these days with typing and all that. But what comes out of that is, is what's in our hearts. And praise comes from the heart. When, when it says uh, what I said there in your innermost being, Psalms 103, your innermost being must praise the Lord. And there's that other scripture, is it also in Psalms, or was it Proverbs? God, Proverbs, guard your heart with, with everything that you have. Above all else, guard your heart, for it determines the course of your life, one translation says. Yeah. And uh, the other translation says, for out of it flows the issues of your life. Yeah. And, and that's where we need, to, we need to guard our hearts, because our hearts need to be filled. And the Bible is full of it. That our hearts need to be full of praise. And that's, that's where our power lies, is receiving, and we're doing the communion now, taking the body and taking the blood of Jesus cleanses us and it fills us up and our hearts get full of joy and our praise, that our hearts get full of praise and that's, that's where it comes from. So it will flow out of our lips. And then Psalm 63 says, for your love is better than life. My lips shall praise you or my lips shall glorify you one translation and it's always we got to keep our minds and our hearts in every situation 
that praise goes first, like uh, Prophet Jehoshaphat, King Jehoshaphat, when they sent the, the, the worship team first. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. Saint Judah first. Yeah. And when we, when we sing our praises to God, then the other scripture says, when you've done all to stand, stand. But in that standing is your praising. And then God sends ambushment or and whatever it, in, the, in the camp of the enemy, you know, and uh, destroys the enemy by itself. Because uh, we don't have to fight. We don't have to fight this thing that's going on. We just need to praise God because that is... <laughs> That's where the power lies. That's where the power lies. And isn't it amazing how often, um, well, it's always praise and thanksgiving are so linked. To go yes. back to your, <clears throat> to your scripture, Psalm 103, praise the Lord or bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. He repeats it. And forget not all his benefits. Yes. He, heals, he forgives our sins and heals our diseases. And so thanksgiving springs out of it. And then you know um, exactly what you said when they asked God who should go first. And he said, send Judah first. Mm. And then he said, and then Simeon. And uh, so Judah is praise and Simeon is thanksgiving. Wow. Yes. That's, that's, so awesome. that's exactly it. For th those Psalms in Psalm, uh, Psalms 9, uh, Psalm 63, Psalms 34. It all talks about praising it all talks about praising and directly after it, it says, and tell of his wondrous deeds and be thankful. Like, yeah, it all, it always goes hand in hand. You're exactly right. Thing. Amen. So should we celebrate communion? And then um, what I'm going to do is uh, ask Johan just to be playing in the background. And uh, so we're going to get the, the bread by which we remember and we're building this altar of memorial of Thanksgiving, remembering the broken body of Jesus where uh, the night he was betrayed, he took bread, he broke it. And then he gave thanks as he shared with his disciples, thanking God for the provision. And uh, of course, bread in the Bible represents the bread of his presence. It also means the bread of his word, but it also means the bread of his life. That's why Jesus said, I'm the true bread. And uh, bread is also healing. And so when we receive his words, we receive him we receive forgiveness, we receive healing, we receive everything. So let's take the body of the Lord Jesus together. Father, we want to thank you as we bless this bread that we remember your body broken, your blood shed, and we receive this now for wholeness to our bodies in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. And after the same manner, afterwards he took the cup, gave thanks, and he said, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. So the bloodshed is the life given for us, for our sins. So, Johan, thank you. Um, we can maybe just close out with a song as we celebrate. Amen. I, I had one scripture that I prepared for this, for the communion. I don't think it's ever used for communion. But in Jonah, Jonah 2... With, with shouts of grateful praise. I will with shouts of grateful praise. Will you just, Johan, just repeat that. We lost the link a little bit there. You went quiet. Just repeat that from Bernard. Okay. Just okay, repeat Jonah, it for us. Jonah 2 verse 9 says, But I with shouts of grateful praise 
with shouts of grateful praise. Amen. I will sacrifice to you what I have vowed, I will make good. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. And Woo. taking communion that the salvation is in the blood of Christ, but with shouts of grateful praise. So, hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like never before. So 
That was really beautiful. Thank you, Johan. Oh my goodness, that was awesome. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty. Well, I trust that you were able to share communion with us and um, broke the body together, shared the blood together, and um, knowing that the sacrifice of Jesus for, is for us, but because we're all in relationship with him, automatically we're in relationship with one another. So thank you so much, um, all of ACF. Let's continue to pray for our government, for our medical workers, all those on the front line. Let's continue praying for one another and uh, continue to pray for me. I appreciate that, all of ACF. Thank you very much for watching us, for joining in. Um, thank you, Johan. Once again, it's a blessing. So Sunday morning, 9 a.m., we'll be back together with you again, having church. And I'm going to ask Johan uh, just to speak blessing over you as we close. He's taking communion. Amen. <laughs> it is a uh, beetroot. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Father, I just release a blessing of favor over each and every person. Lord, as we're talking about praise and just inspiring one another to to lift our hearts and our voices in praise, Lord. We, yes, as, as Christians, as the body of Christ, as sons and daughters of God, we just praise you for your goodness. Lord, even in this time when people feel like everything is falling apart, we know that, God, you are lifting us up to newer heights, to greater glory in your presence, Lord, to take over and to show the world that God is alive, that Jesus is Lord. And with that, Lord, I just declare the power of the cross over everyone, the power of the blood, to cover everyone and to lift each and everyone up to a new, a new way of living, to realize that, Father, you've got everything in control. And all we can do is be grateful and thankful and live this life that you've given us. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. I bless you. Be peaceful and all that beautiful stuff. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Han. We really appreciate you. Love you. Love to Taryn. Thank you, everybody. So Sunday morning, we will see you. Um, 9 a.m. Johan will just start just before 9 a.m. leading us in worship so we can get ready. Tell others about it. You know, share, host, watch parties. Um, you know, the viewership is going on and this is a new way of us doing things with Zoom and then, you know, linking to, to uh, Facebook. So bless you all. Great love to you all. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bless you. Bye. Be blessed.